This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. So there's these things called podcasts. This is called the Blockade Podcast. You are listening to it. I am your host, Shut Your Trap. He over there, halfway across the world, is Jared Morgan. You lost some book. My what? <laughs> yes, last time I looked, I was Jared Morgan. <laughs> I believe I still am now, although I don't okay, know. Good. Um, so, so remember last week when I said that uh, you know we were possibly not going to be having some podcasts, and that was because I was supposed to be working today, mm-hmm. and uh, that was still the game plan until uh, the other day when my wife's uh, Fiat the dashboard lit up like a Christmas tree and was doing a disco dance when she started to uh, tried to start the car and the engine wouldn't turn turn over. And, con- and considering I'm leaving for Portland uh, this next week, it was like, um, yeah, let's try and get that fixed before I go. So I uh, made arrangements to cover myself for today and uh, so that I could deal with her car. Fortunately, it turned out that it was just a dead battery, oh, which is okay. a weird thing for your, you know, your battery goes dead and yet your dashboard just goes, wah! But I guess it didn't have enough power, you know, enough power to turn the car over, but it had plenty of power to make the lights dance. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So replace the battery, which oh, here was the thing. I just, I was going to be like, well, let's try jump starting the car and make sure that, uh, you know, it is in fact the battery or whatever. Her car is parked in the garage because of this issue. And because of the way they make cars today, I couldn't even put the car into neutral because <laughs> it yeah. completely locks up the, the, uh, the gearbox. It locked up. I couldn't get the key out of the ignition it puts like a little lock on there and you like got to jiggle it like crazy to convince it to let go. Um, yeah. So I couldn't uh, even roll automatic. Is it yeah. automatic? Yeah. It's yeah, automatic. yeah. Man, I, I had a similar problem the other day when we were in the, the hospital. Um, I was getting some dinner with Sienna and we came across this poor guy who in his haste to get out of the car had dropped his keys down the drain. Now oh, he no. could see the keys down the drain, but the problem was his car was parked over the drain so he couldn't lift the grip. <laughs> and so, so the poor bugger, the poor bugger had to, he was panicking because the, the poor guy, he'd driven from Sydney up to the, oh, I don't know if we decided to do that. Yeah. Um, so talking about a thousand kilometer trip or something like that, like nine hours or something. And uh, he's basically over the whole thing. And then he dropped his keys down the, the drain. So that just like put the icing on the old shit cake, didn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> So anyhow, yeah. this guy, like exactly the same problem because it was an automatic. It locks the gearbox when you're in park and yep. you can't get it out of park unless you put the keys in because it, you need the keys. So there's some advantages to having a manual, right? Yeah. You know, one of them being it's fun to drive. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your, your, so- foot, your foot dies when you're in peak hour traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apart from that, it uh, gets you out of the stukas pretty uh, yeah. frequently. Yeah. So yeah, I, I replaced the battery and uh, car starts right up. All's great. I go to work, and then uh, I thought all was all was fine. And then my son informed me. He goes, "No, there's a check engine light, and there's this other lightning bolt thing on the dashboard." I'm like, oh. so I go in and look, and sure enough, there's this little lightning bolt, and it turns out it's the uh, uh, electronic. Immobilizer? I don't know. I, I can't. I can't remember. Try. It's it's the ECT 
uh, what was it, or ETC. Anyway, um, it, it's basically saying that you know something went wrong with your electronics, and uh, uh, you know you need to we check. Have a fault. You have a yeah. fault. So online, everybody was just saying it's one of those things where you you put in the OBED reader and uh, check check what the the symptoms check are, the and then you clear it. And so I found a place that, you know, does it for free and sure enough, checked it. He's like, oh yeah, call problem, cleared it. And he's like, just drive around for 15 minutes and then it'll reset itself, uh, you know, to its current environment and then you'll be fine. So did that. And okay. So all's well. So now I can, now I can feel comfortable leaving for a week and uh, not straight yeah. anybody. <laughs> good, good on you for coming back and kind of sorting that out. Cause that's something that you don't want hanging over your head when you're out New. of the state. New. Um, yeah. And and it's it's you know it's not like we work Saturdays usually, so it was like mm. of course figures the one Saturday that they have a schedule that's when this then all goes you down. Need to but go. Uh, the beautiful thing was man. I I didn't really want to work Saturday anyway, so yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I could probably understand that. Uh, it was a good excuse yeah. to uh, to be able to use to get out of doing it. So man, I tell you what, the uh, last week for me has been a, a crazy week as well. Sinner uh, is now on the insulin pump. Mm-hmm. Um, which is awesome. Like the the level of control we have now with the diabetes is is much better than on multi day injection with the pens. But with that comes um, the first week that you get on the insulin therapy through the pump. You have to um, do a lot of configuration to set all the le- levels right, and that means overnight monitoring and stuff like that. So oh, okay. Um, it's like the whole week, like Monday, uh, sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday were the days of configuration. And then Thursday, I actually made it into work. And then Friday, because Kim was so stuffed after doing the nighttime um, uh, readings, I had to actually take Friday off and work from home. Um, so I could actually like, just give it some rest, give her a break. So, man, it's, it's like I've spent more time at home this week than I have at work. It's sort of... <laughs> Nuts. Be glad when when this state of flux is over. And I think right. that'll be like next week coming, it'll start to stabilize a bit. So that's good. Good, good. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of states of flux, you know how last week we were theorizing about when Pinball FX3 would drop? Hey, guess yeah, what? Yeah. They announced this uh, this past week. <laughs> yeah. So what was the date? Uh, September 26th, which is a Tuesday, uh, at least here stateside. Yep. Uh, that mm-hmm. is when Pinball FX3 is going to uh, be a reality and the Universal Table Pack will be out. Uh, so I, th- I think we were pretty much right on with our prediction uh, mm-hmm. about when we figured that that would, that would come out. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, in the interim, I decided, well, you know what? I should probably play these tables that are going away. Or, well, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like they're going away. away Unavailable. Yeah. That are going we'll to become unavailable, and me being me, going, I'm not playing Pinball Effects Two anymore. So, no. <laughs> totally, like so it's I, dead to me. As soon as three comes out, two is dead to me. Right. So I, I loaded up Zen, and I realized there's a whole bunch of tables that, for some reason, it says I haven't played. Um, hmm. And so I was like, well, let's let's remedy that. I want to get my my little point total number up properly. But I started with uh, Miss Explosion Man, mm-hmm. just for the sake of it. And now that table really is wacky. First, I really don't need to hear, uh, was it Candy Coated Panda anymore? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about, man. Never played the table. You never played Miss Explosion, man. It, nope. um, at one point, she sings a Spice Girls song, at least a little oh. bit. And I went, maybe that's why they did that's it. That's probably the reason. 
that would be the reason why it's certainly not a mo- mobile for sure. If they got it's that, it's literally there. literally her singing two two lines of it, but it's unmistakable what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, I it was one of those things where I was like, God, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And then I kind of figured out what I was doing, and then I really figured out what I was doing. And next thing I knew, I was running the table. And went through the entire wizard mode and beat it. Oh wow! And okay, went from being uh, not very well placed amongst the friends group that I have on Steam to smoking them. I think the top score had been two hundred fifty million amongst my friends, and mm-hmm. I posted five hundred plus million. So Ooh, that's going to be a long match. Long, long match a long to match. catch that. Yeah. yeah. How long um, did that take you? I don't know. Probably twenty. 20, 25 minutes, something like that. Not long. No, it's, it's not long. long. I wound up running through the wizard mode, uh, I think, two times during mm-hmm. that playthrough. Um, it's it's an interesting table in terms of the very the very first mission that you have to do. It's like these glass panes pop up, uh, blocking yep. the lanes. And certain lanes are open, and obviously it's the only way to break the glass is by having the ball come from behind and smashing through the glass. So it's hit the proper lane, and it'll go where it drops. That's where it smashed the glass. Once that glass is smashed, well, that's a lane now that you need to target in order to smash another piece of glass. But unfortunately, it's a timed mode. And the first time you hit it, you're not sure what you're supposed to do or where you're supposed to aim. And then the mode ends. And you're like, oh my gosh, there was no time. But once I got my aiming down, uh, it was I was able to get through it fairly quickly. The mode after that is escaping what I had to do, but it, it also was a bit tricky and also timed. But then the next couple of modes are fairly simple. They're not timed. Um, they're multiple modes, mm-hmm. and you can just rack up a ton of points if you can start hitting jackpots over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, which having played Ripley's Believe It or Not enough times <laughs> into where that's a table that if you shoot, you know, one jackpot lane, it goes dark. You got to shoot all the other jackpot lanes in order to relight every single jackpot lane, right? But you got to yeah. get good at juggling multiball with that. And that's exactly yeah. what this was. Is You know, it was, okay, I've got multiball going, but I need to be targeting those specific lanes. Once I got those lit, then everything else light up again and I can start all over again with my, you know, jackpots. Mm. Um, and that that was where the big money was for for scoring, and I had a really good good run on that. Um, yeah, right. But uh, so then I started. I was looking at some of the other tables that I hadn't touched in a long time. It was things like Rome and yeah. uh, Pasha. No, actually, Pasha I had recently played. It was a V twelve. Um, oh, I played Secrets of the Deep. Oh, what is up that table? Uh, <laughs> it's very well, boring. Those tables are just like the. It's actually not a bad thing to see those ones go. Um, but they're not oh, going. They're staying. Oh, that, oh, that's right. They did announce those packs, didn't they? Yeah, they uh. did. The, the, the ones that I, I, believe it or not, I still didn't. Because I, I got onto this kick of, oh, I'm going to eliminate the tables that I haven't played. Uh, mm. So therefore, I didn't uh, put in a round of South Park, which I'll, I'll make sure I do get that in. Mm. Um, For old time's sake. Yeah, and like I said, uh, Ninja Gaiden and Street Fighter Two, those didn't never made it to Steam anyway, so I'm not gonna be playing those. Mm. So the only other one beyond that that I'd have to play is uh, Plants vs Zombies. Mm. Um, but and I'll play some Super League just for the fun of it. Yeah, 
I actually, uh, on the subject of all things Zen, I follow a guy on Twitter called Mel Kirk. And Mel is one of the guys who works for Zen. Mm-hmm. And um, he was saying about the, um, just in general about Zen and um, the tournament stuff. And I said, hmm, yeah, my f- based on what we were talking about last week, I was uh, saying, I said to him in a tweet, yeah, I think this move into the rich stats and stuff is paving the way for a big push into esports. Yeah. Uh, and he said, we would need to do a bit of work on uh, decoupling some of the tables um, to make that happen, but it's definitely on the roadmap. Mm. So we were, we were right. That's definitely what they're going to be doing. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting to learn. Other news that was happening. Uh, there was a bit of flurry regarding Ghostbusters, interestingly enough, that we talked about yes. it last week. Uh-huh. And also there was a flurry of it, of people having seen it, and I guess it's getting released to Xbox One and PS4 first. Um, and mm. like, imminently, it's, I think it's already out on Xbox One, and it's probably coming to PS4 this coming week. Um, and that's a smart move, because we know how hard it is to get these titles onto console. So it's actually yeah. better to get them on there first, and then all the other platforms which are trivial to update, like Android and um, uh, Steam and iOS can follow after that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that's good. I think Zombie Yeti from Stern, who did the art for that table, um, actually saw it on his Xbox, I think, and uh, his comments were that it was very, very well translated to um, digital as far as the art goes. Oh, which, that's nice hearing that from the art guy. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, that's yeah, it stands to reason because, you know, they have the CAD files now. They've got mm-hmm. all the digital assets. So they can really make them pop and make them visually appealing. Um, so, yeah, um, that's interesting to read. So, yes, he, he actually had a screenshot of it with on his big widescreen TV with Ghostbusters standing next to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, hmm, I don't know about you but I'd probably be playing the one standing next to it than the one <laughs> on the screen. But, you know, for, for comparative purposes, I guess you have to play the one on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, comparative purposes. The, the screenshot I saw of it looked pretty, pretty solid. Like it looked like, a yeah, the, the stern tables have been released already. I will be interested to see how this performs on Android because even on my Shield tablet, which is still one of the best tablets for Android out at the moment, even though it's two years old, is old, um, a little bit um, on things like Star Trek, for example. Like it's, I'm getting jitters, and I had to close everything in the background just to make it work. So there might be a performance pass that's also been done okay. to make it less less jittery in Android because I think they would have had to because. Ghostbusters with all the extra stuff on it is a pretty visually intense table. But anyway, mm. it's good to at least it's it's for all those people that are saying, oh, it's never going to come, it's vaporware, blah, blah, blah. It's in people's hands right now. Some people's mm. hands. So yeah. there you go, folks. Um, it's it's on its way. Yeah. Uh, something that me and Jared were privy to see was uh, a video. Ooh, disco dance going on there. Is that That's the, the CGM. No, that's the, I wish that's seeing the CGM alarm telling me that she's at fifteen point eight millimoles. Um, so she's going up because she's just had breakfast. So ah. that's 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 how it works. There you go. Yeah. Um, 
So me and Jared saw a video of something that uh, Farsight is working on, and that is uh, they're doing a lighting pass, or probably a whole art pass. Who knows what it, what it is exactly? But mm. uh, it was a Bride of Pinbot. And oh, yeah. Let's just put it this way. It was lights out, completely dark. Welcome to the light show, folks. For all of you oh, that boy. said why, you know, this is one of those tables that is widely renowned as having one of the better light shows out there. And people were kind of bummed. Uh, I mean, even even upon its initial release, uh, when you know it was the all the sixth table available to us, uh, people were like, "Oh, but the lights!" You know, I, I was hoping for more. This thing looked fantastic. I mean, just they looked I was great. Blown away by the light show on this thing. I've never actually played this game in the dark before. I've played it plenty of times for real in the arcade. Yeah. Um, but never with the lights off. And geez, that light show is a dynamic piece. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, they have really synchronized everything in that light show. Yeah. Um, to to the action on the play field in the back glass. And speaking of the back glass, that's something that was a little bit new as well. Completely yes. animated. So yep. all the lights are in sync with everything going on on the play field. Um, that looked really good. And um, we even we kind of point. know the reason for that, but we kind of also can't mention the reason for it. <laughs> well, I think we already have in the past. So have if we? you go back, I, I think I think so. Yes. So okay. Well, I, if, I believe if you're we good have. at deducing things. Maybe people you'll figure it out, but I don't remember if we did or not, and I don't want to get in trouble for saying. Mm. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, no, it looked <laughs> great. It looked great. So oh, man. it was interesting because there were some people all of a sudden, uh, and it kind of was related to the Ghostbusters bit, but where uh, some comments were coming, once again, bashing on Farsight and saying, uh, you know, what are they doing? And the game is on a backslide and going downhill, to which I was like, what are you no, talking about? <laughs> they, they, it's, it's firing on better cylinders than it ever has. What's your deal? And uh, so on the heels of Black Knight, it looks like this might be the next table that hopefully gets rid of the baked-in lighting. That was... Uh, yeah. That's the thing. You know, it looked great when we didn't know anything about dynamic lighting. And once we knew dynamic lighting, it doesn't look so hot anymore um, mm. because it, it fights with the dynamic lighting uh, currently. Right. So strip away all of that, the, the false look, and let the the engine do what it needs to do to make it look proper and i think it's going to be a stunner oh yeah this is gonna be amazing the i just really hope that um when they release it they also turn down the strength of the flippers at least that right flipper um so when you shoot that ramp it just it doesn't fly around it like it does now like it should look like it's just going to not make it and then make it on the way up even with a well-tuned table Again, considering that was a first season release, and we know that uh, uh, some of you on the forum might know him as Flippy Floppy, we know him as Rob. He's been mm-hmm. really spearheading the idea of going back and uh, retuning all of the first and second season. Yeah. Uh, and he's done a remarkable job so far. So I think that it would be inevitable I think it would that be he gets a retune. Complimentary to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it will be. It will change the way that table plays for sure. Because it's it, if you play it in real life, the ball does not go up that ramp easily. You no. really have to do a t- an aim shot to get it up there. And at the moment, you pretty much look at the ramp and it will go up there. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, it becomes it becomes yeah. a it, it becomes a not a question of if you're going to score the billion shot, but how often you're going to score the billion shot, and that should yes. not be the instance 
at no. all. It should be, am I literally going to lock two balls on the on the bride's face this time or not? <laughs> yeah. There should be a definite level of doubt whether you are going to see the billion yeah. chance. Yeah. Not, I will see the billion chance and I will score it because that's yeah. essentially what it is now. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going to be fun for PC players, which um, the build was for. Um, you are in for a treat when this thing comes out. And that about does it for the pinball talk of a uh, portion of this. This is going to be a short podcast, folks. Um, mm. I don't know what uh, what Jared might want to uh, spout off about, but I was going to spout off about it last week and I didn't. Um, folks, if you have the Netflix and you have not watched Ozark, do yourself a favor: watch Ozark. Um, it's, uh, stars, Jason Bateman stars is he's a, uh, money finance guy that gets involved with money laundering. Unfortunately, uh, and this is just in the first episode gets on the bad end of it, uh, to the point that basically the, the cartel man is saying, uh, by the way, you're going to be dead. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and in a, fit of running at the mouth, he proposes this idea of how easy it would be to launder money in the Ozarks, um, which for you, Jared, the Ozarks are in Missouri, and it's this massive uh, network of rivers and lakes, basically. So there's a lot of coastal uh, uh, areas. Uh, You know, in some ways, it reminded me of like the mangrove forests of Australia, where there's just, you know, this dense, lush, jungleish forest going right up to the water. And so there's a lot of businesses along the water. And what they, he basically proposes is that, Hey, these are all cash, uh, cash based and therefore Mm. easy to launder the money on. And so he moves his whole family there. And it is kind of like breaking bad in terms of, it doesn't take long for the rest of the family to know exactly what's going on and them all Mm. become complicit in it. Right, the dangers that uh, that that happen with it, but it's only eight episodes long, and that eighth episode, the entire time I was watching it, just like jaw dropped, going, "Okay, so please don't do this. Don't you're you know you're not doing that, are you?" And you know it was really really strong. So so it is only to watch. Is it only a single season? Like they wrap it all up in like a, a single season, or is it going to get another run? You reckon? Um, it's getting another run because I just heard one of our crew members say that he got offered the job to go work on it. So, oh, nice. nice. Um, so no, I know that they're getting a second season, uh, and essentially, it's one of those deals where it wraps up what needs to be wrapped up, but there's enough uh, dangling ends that you can clearly see where they'll go for a second season. Second. Oh, that's um, good. But yeah, anyway, I just want to kind of throw that out there because I know it seems like one of those things that even I was kind of hesitant to watch. I was like, really? And Jason Bateman and the Ozarks. Oh boy, what fun okay. that'll be. But uh, yeah, worth the, worth the checkout for sure. Jason Bateman. Jason yes. Bateman. What is, where is he from? I remember him from something. He was in Arrested Development. He was the star of that. Oh yeah, righto. Yep. Um, he's kind of he's got a very uh, uh, smart aleck kind of persona. Um, mm. uh, he's been a ton of things. He started out as a kid actor. He was on a show called Silver Spoons, believe it or not, which was with Ricky Schroeder way back in the day, uh, back in the eighties. No idea. Yeah, yeah. no, it's um, he's been he's been an actor for many a year. Um, his sister was on a show called uh, Family Ties. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah, right. 
So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's uh, that's why I say though it's one of those things where you just kind of like go, and it's just it's the same thought that I had regarding Breaking Bad and Brian Cranston, where I went, I'm not going to watch a show with Malcolm in the Middle's dad. That doesn't look interesting. The guy's a comedian. Why <laughs> should I care? And that was yeah. kind of the same thought that I had with this. And then I was like, I'll just give it a shot. And nah, yeah. dang, it is it is a rough and tumble drama that uh, it's worth the, worth the hours. Yeah, yeah. The hours. sounds good. Yeah, of course, I think, uh, it will probably come out here in a couple of months, I'd imagine, on Netflix here. Yeah. They'll get the rights to it. Meanwhile, I'm also desperately avoiding uh, spoilers for this last season of Game of Thrones, which was particularly difficult considering that the director that uh, we just finished up with um, was the director of the season finale of this season's Game of Thrones. Right. So okay. everybody was rushing up to him and asking questions, and I was having to turn around and beeline away so I wouldn't hear anything. Um, yeah. And everyone's just tough. like, just just order HBO Go. And I'm like, you don't understand. I buy the discs when they come out, so i got to wait. <laughs> yeah, I've got to wait. Yeah, I want the discs. I want the yeah. discs. And everybody's like, dinosaur. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I like physical media. What can I say? Who owns discs these days? I mean, really, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing though is you're doing a uh, a service for society when the robots take over the internet and right. um, we no longer have access to any of the stuff we used to have because it's been censored because robots don't like it. Yes. Um, so you'll be able to watch Game of Thrones over and over again while everyone else will be going, <laughs> geez, my HBO Go subscription no longer lets me do that. So because the robots say no. This, it makes me think of, uh, you familiar with Cowboy Bebop? Oh, slightly, yes. Slightly. It's a Japanese anime. It came out in the yeah. late 90s. Anyway, there was an episode where they get delivered a uh, a video cassette, and they have no idea what <laughs> this even is, right? And yeah. so they go back to uh, old Earth, because Earth has basically been... Uh, the moon exploded and pretty much ruined Earth. Oh. <laughs> um, but they go back to old Earth, and uh, somebody tells them, oh, yeah, you got to go down to this... Uh, you know, these ruins and in there you might find, you know, something. So they go mm. hiking on this whole expedition and they come back up with this machine and they go to shove the machine, the tape in and it's beta. And so they got to go crawl all the way back down again to find a beta <laughs> machine. They bring it, they hook it up and they're hooking it up with this uh, uh, guy that's totally into, you know, these antiques basically. And they start mm. watching the tape and, all of a sudden it goes warbly, you know, like the tracking was off <laughs> and the guy just takes his boot to the machine and like kicks it. And the, and the, the antiques guy's like, no, what are you doing? He's like totally freaking out over this because <laughs> it's like, Oh, stupid technology's not working. Come on. But, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what I imagine will happen. It'll be like me having to go find a DVD or Blu-ray player in the rubbled mass and the ruins <laughs> and the ruins. Between- Dodging, dodging um, uh, endoskeletons with guns. Right. And, you know, first I'll, come, first I'll come back with a laser disc player and it'll be like, oh, no, that's not what you need. <laughs> then I'll come back with a machine, and but I'll only have RCA cables. And they're like, no, 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 you need an HDMI cable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then you'll need, like, the, 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 the uh, special optical um, transference cable that's used now, but then you need to get an adapter so you can right. actually use right. that with the HDMI cable. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like when I tried to explain to uh, to my kid that you know he's got his Nintendo DS, and uh, back in our day, and mm. shoot, I was in college 
for the Game Boy. Yep. Like, not only was that thing not backlit, but you would have to, you know, either have a light shining on it. But if you were playing in the car before they came out with the light, you know, for the front yes. of it, you'd be playing and it starting to get dark and you're holding it up to the car window and hoping that the, the street lamps would light you enough that you could still play. Yep. <laughs> When yeah, he, when he was, when he was, these kids. No, when he was really young, uh, he asked me, he goes, did you, go, did you grow up when it was black and white? <laughs> I did for Game Boy. I did for video games. <laughs> I saw yeah. And, you know, everyone, it was basically like the Game Boy was like what happened when TV first came around yep. for portable gaming. Like it was, yeah. everyone used to huddle around the Game Boy like it was the TV in the street when it was, you know, originally released, you know, back back in the 40s or whatever. And it used to be like an event. I remember people at school like used to hover around watching F1 race um, uh, on Game Boy just because, you know, it was you could play video games at school. Like, how good is that? I don't remember anybody hovering around me when I had my Mattel Electronic Hockey uh, with Uh, (laughs) where, where, where a single LED blip stood for your player and a blinking blip stood for the puck that was bouncing around. And somehow your imagination filled in all the, uh, all all the other massive gaps. It's amazing what we put up with. Yeah. Um, The Nintendo game and watches, man, they were like, uh, Oh yeah. yeah. That no one ever really gathered around to watch those. They were really a personal pursuit. Geez. (laughs) If you've got one of those lying around your drawer, um, take it into, they're worth so much now. Right? Yeah, Nintendo okay. used to come out with these little tiny portable handheld, and again, it was these LED games, and all it yeah. was was there was preset uh, images on the screen, and it would just light them up, and that would be your animation yeah. of something moving. And yep. yeah, those things are worth a ton today. Like, there's like if you've got one of the clamshell style, which is basically where the all the Nintendo DS, the dual screens, got yeah. their um, Genesis from. Um, like those things are, you know, three or four hundred dollars now. When they were mm-hmm. like, I think I remember buying one of them for twenty dollars back in the day. Yeah. Um, you know, they were not expensive. Um, but yeah, collector's pieces now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, folks, go dig in your junk drawer and uh, you know, don't succumb to the coming apocalypse. That uh, yeah, by, the, <laughs> by the way, uh, the U.S. is kind of being hit by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We're we're seeing all of the crazy weather down here in Australia, and for once, your your weather is actually worse than Australia's weather. So congratulations, <laughs> you win. Well, no, it's, somebody turned because okay, we've got a we've had the hurricane that hit Houston and devastated it. We've got a, yeah. cur- a hurricane currently about to make landfall in Florida, um, but yeah, it's Florida, so uh, <laughs> normal. Isn't it, it's pretty Florida? normal. Uh, Mexico just had an eight point two earthquake. Uh, that no doubt will send tsunami warnings uh, our direction in California. Uh-huh. Um, so somebody tweeted out, they said, it's kind of like when you were playing Sim City and you got bored with the game and just decided to throw every single disaster you could at the board <laughs> and wipe it. Yes. I saw that tweet as well. I went, yeah, it's about right, actually. It's like, I'm bored. Let's just like unleash hell, basically. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, uh, our th- <laughs> our thoughts do go out to those that are uh, devastated by all this. But uh, yeah, please stay safe and um, stay. listen to your local authorities because they they don't say things just for the hell of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they say get out. You should probably get out. Yeah, probably. It's, you know, it's a good plan. Yeah. Thinking that you can survive the 185 mile an hour win- uh, winds, not so much. No, <laughs> I, I literally saw a video of one of the islands that got hit. Uh, 
by the same hurricane that's coming up to Florida, um, of which the end total was it knocked, it eliminated like 90% of the structures mm, that were on the island. island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody was taking video in one moment, it's perfectly calm. You see a car going through an intersection, and then you kind of start seeing debris. And then the mm. camera kind of the the person stepped inside the building they were in. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. it's getting worse. And they kind of pan over, and you see this giant tree, and the thing just starts just branch by branch, just gets stripped, and then just gone. Yep, as the uh, like, the oh, eye wall yeah. as the eye wall comes in, it's kind of incredible to watch that. Yeah, I was, oh, geez, that's powerful. Yeah. So nature, folks. All right. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, I for sure will not be uh, podcasting next week as I will be on an airplane on the day that we normally podcast. Right. Uh, so there you go, folks. Quick and dirty. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, make sure you check out our website, blockadepinball.no. Did I do it again? Blockade podcast. No, you did it right this time. I did it right. <laughs> I really should write these things down. Blockadepinball.com. No, that would be no fun at all because then we wouldn't hear this every, every week where you screw it up. that's where you can find all of our past shows as well as show notes and uh, links to websites that we happen to mention now and then like we did last week Um, you can also drop us an email it is blahblahblockade at gmail.com if you're on the Twitter and why aren't you uh, why don't you go ahead and sign up for the show's official Twitter it is at blockade or you can monitor Jared and myself I am at shutyourtraps he is at Jared Morgs that's it. We will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.